Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the 415ers podcast brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game coming at you twice a week here in the offseason. Mark Randy, Evan Giddings with you as always. Please download the Odyssey app, rate us, subscribe to us there. We're discussing Adam Schefter's comments from the Pat McAfee show yesterday, if you're listening to this on Thursday. And that is because Pat McAfee came out and said there's no trade. there was no trade market for Trey Lance. And he also said that Sam Darnold essentially has the edge over Trey Lance for the number two quarterback spot, assuming that Brock Purdy is healthy and he is the number one. And this is where, look, if you're telling me Brock Purdy's the QB one and you know Trey Lance and Sam Darnold are duking it out at this point. Uh, that, that does seem logical. But the edge over Trey Lance, I wonder, Mark, if that's because of the prerogative once Sam Darnold was signed to come in and be the backup quarterback or because... Over the course of training camp and uh, OTAs, which happened a couple of weeks ago, that he actually outperformed Trey Lance. Because from what I saw, what I've read, it's pretty even. And in my mind, the tie goes to the runner, and the runner in this situation would be Trey Lance. But that's not how Schefter sees it. Yeah, no, I feel the same way as you do. I think this is more so coming from a... Not a running quarterback, by the way. (laughs) Uh, I, I think this is more so coming from the optics of the... Sam Darnold signing. Um, Schefter cited the fact that Darnold was signed on the first day of training camp, which is a telltale sign that this was the guy that the 49ers had been thinking about throughout the offseason leading up to free agency opening. And they got done very quickly, meaning there was mutual interest and that this was, you know, a guy the 49ers really wanted. Um, and with that in mind, I can't really blame Adam Schefter for thinking. Well, why would why would that those situations have happened? Why would there be mutual interest? Why would this be such a an easy deal for them to get done on the first day of free agency? Well, again, maybe the 49ers told Sam Darnold, hey, we don't really like this guy, Trey Lance. Brock Purdy is dealing with an injury right now. We really don't know what his immediate future is going to be like. You sign with us, who knows what happens? You might be able to start week one. Um, you, you're probably going to beat out Trey Lance and who knows what happens from there. You could just play great and you know how it happens in the NFL. Sometimes it's unfortunate, but whoever's playing, if they're playing well, it's going to be hard to unseat them. So maybe that's what the 49ers told Sam Darnold. And that's why this deal got done so quickly and why Darnold, 
um, you know, was so eager to come to the 49ers. And that could be completely wrong. But I think that's what Adam Schefter is saying here. Given that it happened so quickly to begin free agency, I think the logical assumption is that Sam Darnold might have the edge over Trey Lance. Now, I, I don't know how I could possibly believe that considering what Sam Donald has done in this league. And again, everything we just talked about with the 49ers and, and, and the Trey Lance question right now. But I think that's where Adam Schefter is coming from. And, and simply from a logic perspective, putting aside everything I know and feel about Trey Lance and how the 49ers got him, just logically, that makes sense. I just don't know if I can buy into it. Yeah, and, and maybe this is a stretch, but I read Adam Schefter. Pardon me. I read Adam Schefter giving Sam Darnold the edge over Trey Lance as Sam Darnold is brought in to be the backup quarterback, and I believe that he should be the backup quarterback for either Brock Purdy or Trey Lance. Now that doesn't necessarily mean he's always kind of QB three. But to me, Sam Darnold is much more of a plug-and-play backup type player than Trey Lance could be. And of course, this is a, if Trey Lance is the starter, you're assuming Brock Purdy's hurt. So in a way, I, I don't know if he's saying that he's going to be slotting in on opening, you know, opening day as the second quarterback, Trey's third to Brock's first. But to me, even if Brock isn't ready to go, I would love to see Trey Lance as a starter, and I think Sam Darnold should be the backup. I also do see a path to where Sam Darnold is the backup on game day to Brock Purdy just because it seems like that's kind of what he's brought in to be. I don't believe he was brought in to be the starter, but I think he was brought in to be the safety valve and the immediate plug-and-play guy that Shanahan has more confidence in to in the thick of the battle if something goes terribly wrong with a quarterback in-game for Sam Darnold to step in and be the guy. Maybe that's a stretch, but how I would like to see Sam Darnold used is just that. Basically, the gum to plug a hole in a sinking boat during a game, not to be the guy that's here to take and, and usurp Trey Lance. I think if Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback, Sam Darnold can be the backup. If Trey Lance is the starting quarterback, Sam Darnold should be the backup. I know there's not a clear hierarchy in that hypothetical, but that's the way I look at Darnold and why he was brought in for the 49ers. Okay, let me ask you a couple of questions to make sure I understand what you're saying here. So uh, let's say Brock Purdy is healthy, whether it's week one or, or whatever, at any point of the season. Brock Purdy's healthy. 49ers, obviously, two active quarterbacks on game days. Do you think the second active quarterback is Sam Darnold and not Trey Lance? Yes. Okay, and then say Brock Purdy gets injured. Um, and he's out for an extended period of time or, or at least a couple of weeks. And Darnold hasn't done anything crazy, hasn't really gotten into games yet. Do the 49ers start Trey Lance at that point or Sam Darnold? I would start Trey Lance, yes. To me, Sam Darnold is the game day emergency backup quarterback. He's the guy that if someone goes down, you can throw right in the game. And then over the course of time, if Trey Lance has time to prepare, has time to get ready, he would be my starting quarterback and Sam Darnold would be relegated back to the backup position. I know that's not, I guess, traditional, uh, but that's the way I look at Sam Darnold. I, I think he's more of a plug and play guy, but he's not a dude that I would want leading my franchise over the course of the regular season. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery+. Plus. I don't think that's too wild. I think a, a, a veteran guy who has more experience in the NFL probably is the safer bet for, uh, you know, Dar- or uh, say, pardon me, Brock Purdy goes down with a minor injury. He, he tweaks his ankle in the third quarter and at least misses a couple of drives. Sam Darnold going in there perhaps gives the team a little bit of a better chance. So you might be onto something there. I hadn't, I hadn't really considered that yet, but that is interesting. There are other people, however, who are continuing to buy into the Sam Darnold hype. <laughs> and I know this is something I, I think I, I pointed out to you off the air last week when I first saw it. Um, but Adam Shine put together a, a list of 10 dark horse MVP candidates for NFL.com. Mm. Um, and, you know, a lot of the, the, the dark horse candidates, I wouldn't necessarily say dark horse. There's Dak Prescott. Okay, Derek Carr, that's a little dark horse. Tua Tungavailoa, Deshaun Watson, Justin Jefferson, Matthew Stafford, Geno Smith even. That's the top seven. Um, number eight on Adam Shine's dark horse MVP list is Sam Darnold. He's the only guy on here, Evan, who's not a projected starter, who's not a legitimate star like Justin Jefferson. Even behind Darnold is uh, Jared Goff. I mean... That is just an absolutely incredible ranking. Eighth dark horse MVP candidate is Sam Darnold next to actual starting quarterbacks. It takes some guts to, to put a guy who's probably not, not even going to start for the 49ers this year in your dark horse MVP list. That is just wild to me. Yeah, I don't know if on the, the color spectrum, if this case he's midnight black because that's how <laughs> dark of a horse he is. But I, I'm with you. Like I don't understand number one, why his name is in the same breadth, is in the same article as some of those guys you just mentioned. But also, even if Sam Darnold is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, God forbid, in my opinion, why would he be in the MVP conversation? Just because by an extension of Kyle Shanahan, you throw yes. him in there? 100%. Like, and, and the rest of like, I, I do get that. But at some point, Mark, you also, in order to even be a consideration for most valuable player of the National Football League, you need to be a quality player. Brock Purdy <laughs> last year was just about as good as one can be in the situation that he was thrown into with all the great weaponry, with the mastermind Kyle Shanahan calling plays. And over the course of the season, I don't even know if he would have been in the top three. That's not a slight. But to me, that's just how difficult it is to even be in these conversations 
Justin Jefferson's got a, a seat at the table. There's other wide receivers, running backs. Christian McCaffrey should be in ahead yes. of not only Trey Lance, not only Sam Darnold, not just, but also Brock Purdy. To me, the dark horse MVP candidate on the 49ers is number 23. End of story. And if you want to talk about anybody else, um, Mr. Shine, with all due respect, I'm sorry, I'm not here for it. No, I 100% agree with you. I was just going to say you took the words out of my mouth. I think the 49ers are a place where MVP candidates go to die because they just have so much talent. And obviously the MVP is generally a quarterback. It's just not going to be the case with the 49ers because Christian McCaffrey, as you said, is the team's most valuable player, most important player, most impactful player. But a running back is not going to win MVP over a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Justin Herbert or, or whatever the case is. That's, that's just not going to happen. Um, so the fact that any Niners quarterback is on this list, is on anybody's potential MVP, Dark Horse MVP list, I think is just flat out laughable. Now they happen to choose, Adam Shine did, maybe the least likely of the three, I think. So it's, it's even more wild. Uh, but you said it best. I'm 100% with you quarterback at least this iteration of 49ers quarterbacks is not going to be the most valuable player for the 49ers it, it will be Christian McCaffrey